Morning Shift is officially being brought to you by Gatlin Mortuary, located at 500 East Alden Avenue, right here in Valdosta, Georgia. In your family's time of need and despair, please make sure that you call on the name that you can trust. And that's my dear brother, Mr. James K. Gatlin, who is a licensed funeral director and embalmer. Gatlin Mortuary has a variety of services to fit you and your needs from pre-planning, memorial services, funeral services, burial services, as well as cremation services. It is with sad duty that Gatlin Mortuary announces the passing of Mr. James Graham. He departed this life on Tuesday, February the 25th. Life celebration services are currently incomplete, but will be announced later by the staff and management of Gatlin Mortuary. Again, that's the life celebration services for Mr. James Graham. They're currently incomplete, but will be announced later by the staff and management of Gatlin Mortuary. So we'd like to thank Mr. James K. Gatlin and Gatlin Mortuary for being the official sponsors of the morning shift. We come on Monday through Friday, Facebook Live at 7-ish and 11.15 to 11.30 on Foxy 97.5 WHLJ in Stainville, Valdosta, Georgia, 103.3 FM and 1400 AM in Moultrie, Georgia. So you have an opportunity to catch us on a replay. We're so, so, so grateful to be with you this morning. Mr. Marie, good morning. So grateful to be with you this morning. Want to share a few words of encouragement. My husband on here, I see his picture, but he didn't tell me good morning. Um, and it's probably because he um, just got over calling me to tell me I left the light on in the kitchen. I mean, he called me to tell me. I left the light on in the kitchen. Like, why would you call me to tell me I left the light on? Why w- the time it took for him to get up, or to, he had to get up because the door was closed to the room. So he had to get up to go into the kitchen. So he could have just turned it off and told me later. But no, at 6.48, this man calls me to tell me I left the light on in the kitchen. Now I'm just, (laughs) I'm just tired. He spent a whole long day. I mean, a whole lot of my time this morning to call me. I'm I'm just going, I'm going, we're going to talk. I'm just tired. Um, (laughs) You get up, you walk, just flip the light. And when we talk later, just say, honey. I had to turn the light off because you left the light on or, or whatever. But no, he he know I'm getting ready. He know I'm preparing. He know I'm getting my mind right. He know I'm trying to get my situation together. I'm trying to get focused and grounded for the morning shift where a shift happens. And he called me to tell me I turned, left the light on. Well, honey, I'm going to tell you this, baby. If you go outside, if you get up right now and you go outside, you let up the garage. I left that light on too. The light on the outside, I left it on. I just thought about it. I'm not like, you know, I didn't do it on purpose. (laughs) But I really just thought about the fact that you're probably going to call me back again to tell me that I left that light on too. So it's kind of a heads up, honey. It's just a heads up. That I left the light on outside too. Shonda, good morning. That light, uh, I let the garage. Can you do it right now, baby? Or just peek out the window. I left that. You might not be able to see it. Well, it's kind of cloudy. But I left that light on too. So, 
So I just want I just want to get that out. I'm tired now. I'm 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 just at that point. But anyway, no. But anyway, that was just hilarious. It just just came up. Uh, but I did leave that outside light on because he said by the time he get up, it's not dark. When I leave, it's dusk. It's dusky outside. <laughs> I'll leave the light on for you. <laughs> Some people know that used to be my saying. I'll leave the light on for you. But I did. I'm sorry, baby. Please forgive me. I was wrong. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. But I did leave the light on. So let's talk about this morning. <laughs> let's talk about that this morning. Sometimes we just get tired out of all of the things that you do. Out of all of the things that you go through and you deal with on a daily, there's nothing wrong with acknowledging the fact that sometimes you just get tired. And in life, we all reach certain points that we just run into. We, it's like we're running out of gas, so to speak. You just, you're just tired. Yes. Uh, and you know, it, it has nothing to do with being weak it has nothing to do with you know i'm quitting um it has nothing to do with um you know i'm dropping out of the race it just simply means i'm tired and that sometimes our bodies and our minds and our emotions and our feelings just have been going and going and going to the point where you just say i'm just exhausted I'm, I'm exhausted. Um, I'm, I'm experiencing the wear and tear of life. I'm experiencing the wear and tear of always going and always being there for people. And a lot of times we don't like to acknowledge the fact that we're tired openly in fear that people will lose respect for us, that people will say that you know, we're not in it for the long haul, that we're not cut out for it. And sometimes you just have to be honest that you just need a break. And there's nothing wrong with saying, I'm just tired. A lot of people, whenever you uh, have gone through so much uh, disappointment and so much loss of life, Loss of people who are connected to you. Sometimes you just get emotionally drained. You get physically exhausted. Exhausted. You get psychologically drained. And no matter you know what you may think uh, that people will say about you, you just really have to learn to acknowledge. Hey, I'm just tired. I'm I'm t I'm just tired. Mary Daniels. Good morning. Oh, Beatrice. Good morning. Melinda, good morning. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, when we when we talk about, you know, the scriptures, don't get weary in well-doing, that just says don't get tired of doing good things and doing the right thing. It's not necessarily saying that you're not going to feel worn down sometimes when you're constantly on the go, when you're consistently doing the things in life that you do sometimes man you just get tired after you done been in 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 such painful and difficult uh relationships and pressing relationships and relationships and friendships 
and associations that really just you give and you give and you're there emotionally for people. You're the sounding board for people and you take on the weight and the burden of so many people. Sometimes now be for real. You just get tired. You just get tired. And sometimes people, again, people will take you saying, I'm just tired as, as a weakness. No, it's not a weakness. Being able to acknowledge the fact that you're human is not a weakness. It's a strength. And so many of us try to stay functioning in spirituality so much that we separate. We try to separate and make our lives just about being spiritual beings. And it's not the case. You are human. You are full of humanity. You're not all you're not all Christian. You're not all Christ. You're not all spiritual. You get what I'm saying? And it's a strength to be able to say sometimes that I'm just tired. And those of you who serve as friends, listen, those of you who serve as friends, who serve as mentors, who, who serve as foundations and support for people, make sure that when you hear people who have a conversation with you say to you, you know what? I'm just tired. Don't take that as a subliminal message that I want to turn back in the world, that I want to revert back to bad ways, that, I, that I'm not sound in my faith. Don't take it as what it's not. I, you, those of us who serve in leadership roles have to be able to understand and comprehend what certain people mean when they say, I'm just tired. Because all of us have to be honest. You're not all God. We are not all God. I don't care how much we're striving to be the light for people. I don't care how much we're striving to be salt for people. You are still human. And sometimes it's okay for you to just say, I'm tired. You can say, I'm fed up. It's okay for you to say, I'm at the end of my rope. I'm just at that point to where I need a break. I'm at that point to where I, I just, I just need a press pause on it. It's not saying that I don't love God. It's not saying that I don't love God's people. It's just saying that I'm acknowledging the fact that I have run out of energy and I've learned this. I have learned this beautiful people that whenever we refuse and we want to ignore our humanity, things will happen in our lives that will force us to take rest. You know what I'm saying? It's okay. You don't want to sit down. You don't want to drink right. You don't want to eat right. Let this cold hit your chest. Let this congestion hit you. Let these flu-like symptoms hit you. And so you can sit down somewhere and be still. Let's run out of energy. Ain't nothing wrong with you. Ain't nothing wrong with your faith. Listen, there's nothing wrong with your faith. There's nothing wrong with you. You're, you're, it doesn't say that you're not a good employee or a good, a good worker or, or that you're unproductive. Just because you say, you know, hey, I'm tired. If you work 12 and 14 hour days, and some of us only get paid for working eight hours, but we end up working 10 and 11. There's nothing wrong with saying, you know what? I need a mental health day. <laughs> I need a mental health day. And sometimes again, it is it is it is okay to say, 
I'm just tired. I'm just tired. Get to the point where you've been dealing with, uh, you know, certain types of oppression, certain types of um, actions directed towards you. You just feel like you at the end of the rope. Like, I don't know how much more of this I can deal with. You know, I feel, you know, I don't know about y'all, but I felt sometimes emotionally, not spiritually now, but I felt sometimes emotionally, you got to be honest about your emotional well-being, where sometimes I felt that I was at the end of my rope, that I was hanging on by a thread, not spiritually, because spiritually I was in touch with God. Spiritually, I was connected to God. Spiritually, I was hearing from God. Spiritually, I was pouring and imparting into others. Spiritually, I was open to receive. Spiritually, I was, I was going to church. I was being faithful. I was supporting others spiritually, but emotionally, I was drained. Emotionally, I was tired. I've been, sometimes you can be spiritually sound, but be on an emotional roller coaster. And those are two different things. Hear me when I say what I say. You can be spiritually sound, but still have most emotional ups and downs where you're, you know, emotionally, you've dealt with so many things personally that it has your emotions up and down. You're good and you're bad. You're good. You have high moments. You have low moments. You have stress-free moments and then you have stressful moments. You know where you're you're spiritually sound, but you're emotionally drained because you're the one that you know God is strengthening you now. You you're strengthened physically and you're strengthened spiritually. Yet it's the emotional draining that sometimes get us the most because we don't like to admit where we are, right? So Franklin Roosevelt says, when you get to the end of your rope. Tie knot and hang on. When you get to the end of your rope, I'm talking to that person who is at, feels like I'm at the end of the rope, that I'm tired, I'm exhausted. People have no clue. I really haven't told anybody all of the thoughts and the feelings that I've been going through and dealing with. I've not even told people about these emotional lows that I've been on for the last two months, for the last three months. And I'm just dealing with this. And emotionally, I am at the end of my rope. I don't tell people because I don't want people to look at me a certain type of way. I don't express it because um, people depend on me to be their strength. People depend on me to be there for them. And so I don't really uh, expose myself. But I'm talking to that person who may be feeling emotionally. Again, not spiritually. I don't want to talk about your spiritual being. Appreciate y'all for tuning in to the morning shift. That's all the time I got for today. Hopefully I said something to help shift your day. Because this is indeed the morning shift where shift happens. Peace. I'm out. The Morning Shift is officially being brought to you by Gatlin Mortuary, located at 500 East Alden Avenue, right here in Valdosta, Georgia. In your family's time of need and despair, please make sure that you call on the name that you can trust. And that's my dear brother, Mr. James K. Gatlin, who is a licensed funeral director and embalmer. It is with sad duty that Gatlin Mortuary announces the passing of Mr. James Graham. He departed this life on Tuesday, February the 25th. 
Life celebration services are currently incomplete, but will be announced later by the staff and management of Gatlin Mortuary. A former president said, but I'm going to show it to you in the Bible too. It says, when you get to the end of your rope, tie a knot and hang on. Tie a knot and hang on. It may not be the type of release that you want. It may not be the type of uh, answer that you were hoping for, but sometimes you just got to hold on and hang on for dear life, right? Because something is going to happen. Watch. Listen, uh, when we look at this, I'm going to take us to Matthew chapter number five in verse three. It says, um, and I'm reading from the message Bible. You're blessed. You are blessed. Hear me when I tell you this. You are blessed when you're at the end of your rope. Now, Franklin Roosevelt says that when we're at the end of the rope, make sure we tie a knot and hang on. That means you hold you hold on for dear life. Again, I'm not talking about spiritually. I'm talking about emotionally. Because I'm not talking about your faith right now. I'm not talking about your ability to speak in tongues. I'm not talking about, I'm talking about your, I'm talking about emotionally. The Bible says you're blessed. You are blessed when you're at the end of your rope. You're blessed when you're at the end of the rope. Because listen, it says, with less of you, there is more of God. Oh, help me, Jesus. That thing just turned me for a loop on the inside. You're blessed when you're at the end of your rope. With less of you, there's more of God. When you when you feel like you're at that point, to where emotionally you're not strong enough, that you're emotionally unstable. That's a blessed place. I'm just telling you what the Bible says. That's a blessed place for you to be in. Oh, oh, my Jesus. When there is less of you, there is more of God. When there is less of you, there is more of God. Good morning, Ayana. I'm talking about people who feel like you're at the end of the rope. When you want to give up, when you want to quit, when you want to lay down and not get back up, when people don't understand that you can still love God and still be just tired. says, we are blessed when we are at the end of our rope with less of you. There is more of God. And sometimes we can become so strong in our own minds, in our own thoughts, in our own eyesight. Sometimes we can be, we can, we can act like we're so strong that we don't give. We don't give God room to work with less of you. There's more of God. When there is less of you, when you can't depend on your own strength. When it's not about the part of you that you let other people see, that part of you that you're that you're open to let everybody know, sometimes you just gotta say, "I'm tired. I'm just tired." People, people, we don't listen. I don't care how much you've told your pastor. I don't care how much you've told your friends. I don't care how much you've told your boss. I don't care how much you told people who are in your family. There's just certain things. Good morning, Miss Tammy. There are just certain levels and certain elements and parts of our lives that we still try to hold the persona of strength. And it's okay. For you to say, I'm just tired. You know, I've been working all these hours. I'm living from paycheck to paycheck. I'm just tired. I, I do good and, and people, I, 
act like I haven't done anything. I'm just tired. I pull out of my last and I give my last for people who don't appreciate it or act like I ain't done nothing at all. I'm just tired. And again, I'm not talking about your spiritual self. I'm talking about your emotional self. That Good morning, Darius Stephan. That part of your life that we don't tell anybody about. That you know what? I didn't want to get up this morning. It didn't have anything to do with me being tired physically. I just didn't want to get up. It wasn't like I was dreading going to work. It was just that I was just so emotionally drained. I'm exhausted emotionally. I'm just tired. It's okay to say that because the Bible just tells us, the Bible tells us you are blessed. It's a blessing when you don't can't depend on you for everything with less of you. With less of you, there's more of God. Do not rob your spiritual side to fulfill your emotional side. Don't rob your spiritual state by trying to accommodate your emotional state. Oh, my God. Which means for most people, for a lot of us, I know for, for specifically for, for, for our church and our ministry, my husband is on here. Good morning, honey. I love you. For us, we only have service. We have church service on Wednesday night and Sunday morning. That's the time that we have service. We don't have, uh, you know, a lot of programs and events and conferences and, and things. We, we participate on a lot of other people's things. And so, you know, not, and my husband is very mindful of not having a lot of things and wearing people down and taking from their time for rest and for families or whatever. And when we go out, there are people who go with us and we appreciate that they're hungry for the word and want to experience the encounter. But we only have service on Wednesday and Sunday. So let me say this. Don't rob, because we were talking about spiritually sound emotionally drained, physically exhausted. Do not rob from your spiritual state in order to accommodate your emotional state. That means if you're going to take your rest, if you're going to take your rest, take your rest on a day that does not intrude upon what's necessary for you to maintain your spiritual connection. So a lot of people like to say, well, you know, I'm not going to go to Bible study because I need to rest. I'm not going to go to church on Sunday because Smith told me that I need to be tired. Listen, you got Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday to add in your rest so you don't interrupt your spiritual soundness. You don't want to interrupt your spiritual soundness. And so what happens? You would rather be spiritually sound and emotionally drained because you're going to you're going to you're going to hear a word and you're going to remember those lessons and those messages that you've been taught and you can hope tired that moment of being tired and frustrated because you're you're tired you've been giving out you've been going you've been ripping and running listen don't go don't work that extra duty on thursday don't work overtime on friday don't work overtime on saturday don't rob 
your spiritual being to accommodate your emotional well-being. You understand? You still need to be spiritually sound. Sometimes that's the only thing that is keeping you, especially when you're tired, you fed up, you done had enough, you done been dealing with this thing month after month, you've been going week after week, day after week, day after day, hours after hours. And I'm telling you, sometimes we do that. Sometimes we'll say, well, you know, I'm tired. I ain't going to Bible study. I'm just... Ooh, most of your Bible studies are only an hour, an hour and a half. Most of your church services are like an hour and a half, two hours, maybe two and a half or four. But that's a small amount of time to revitalize your spirit and develop a firm foundation. So if I'm tired, I'm going to take my rest on Monday. I'm going to take my rest on Tuesday. I'm going to take my rest on Thursday. I'm going to take my rest on Friday or on Saturday. But I'm not going to rob my spirit to appease my emotions. I'm going to take vacation. Yes, put all your paid time off in. Put it in for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, during the day, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Put it in. You don't want to, we don't want to snatch that. And then you have everything tired where you have a spiritual disconnection you're emotionally drained and you're physically exhausted that will lead you right into states of depression frustration agitation all of these things i'm telling you it's it's important for you to know when to rest honey you gotta know when to rest oh i felt jesus did know when to rest no good soldier, no good warrior rests in the middle of the battle. You know, and when you're fighting, when you're fighting for stability, when you're fighting for balance in your life, you don't rest at the improper time, at the inappropriate time. I ain't missing church. I'm not, that, and that's me. This ain't you. Maybe you're not here. No, I'm not, this is me. I'm not, I'm not going to miss church unless work has me tied up where I absolutely cannot break away. Then I'm, I'm not going, I'm not going to miss it because that's, for me, y'all, that's my strength. That's where my strength comes from. That's what gives me the ability to, that, I mean, it rejuvenates. It, it's revival. Every church service is a revival. It's not just, I'm going, okay, I'm going to Bible study. Okay, I'm going to, no, it's, it's revival. I get revived. That word that hits my spirit and it hits my heart and it revives me. And that's what keeps me, that's what keeps me being spiritually sound and hearing what I hear when my husband teach, when the other pastors and ministers and brothers and sisters go forth and teach and empower and impart. That's what keeps me Every month, every day, unless duty calls, Monday through Friday that I'm on the morning shift. That's what keeps me. Some of us can say, listen, that's the only thing. That's the only thing keeping me going is, is hearing the word of God, hearing the word of encouragement and instruction. That's what keeps me going. When my body is aching with pain, when I'm feeling it in my heart, when I'm feeling that hole in my spirit, when I'm feeling burdened down, it's the word that I've heard. It's the words of encouragement, the words of empowerment, the words of healing, the words of restoration. It's these things that keep me going. But yet and still, we would rather rob 
our spirits, rob our spiritual self in order to take care and appease and build up. No, 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 no. You cannot do it. I know you're tired. I know you've been dealing with it for a while. I know it's been heavy on your heart. I know you've been broken. I know you've been disappointed. I know you're frustrated. I know it's hard. Miss Wanda, good morning. I love you. Stephanie, good morning. I love you. I know it's difficult, but do not. I know you heard it. You robbed Peter to pay Paul. That means you borrow from one place in order to pay in another place. Or you get from one place, you take from one place in order to take care of things in other areas. Or whatever the case may be. We're robbing Peter to pay Paul. But it's important. Don't rob your spirit. Do not rob your spirit. Don't rob your spiritual man. Don't snatch away that joy. Get yourself somewhere and hear the word of God. It is, it is that word that quickens us, that makes us alive. And if ain't nothing else, I'm going to tell you, the word of God is never changing. It is always going to be the same. It's been powerful. And even if you don't believe in the word and if you don't believe in church and you've lost hope in church, people, I pray that God heals your heart as you listening to this message. I pray that you, you start to see that, you know, everything is not always as you see it and what's happened in one area of your life with one particular person should not give you, uh, it, it doesn't give you permission to stereotype everybody else. And I'm, and I'm praying for you that you really, really understand the importance of spiritual soundness and that it is, it is that thing that can keep you afloat if you don't allow your heart to be hard. And some of us, we've had hardened hearts. I know I've been there where I've just gone to church just to be going because I had to go, but I wasn't listening and I wasn't hearing nothing because I was broken, I was hurt, I was angry, I was bitter. I had experienced people hurting me, people that said they love God, said they care. And I've been, I mean, I've been there, listen y'all, been there multiple times. But I will tell you, whenever you can allow your heart to heal and your wounds to heal and your injuries to heal, being spiritually sound has been the most important thing in my life. Being spiritually sound has been the foundation where I am building my empire, where I'm building my influence. I'm building my career, I'm building my reputation and my character. And so being spiritually sound has kept me, listen to what I'm trying to say now, y'all think I'm playing about this. Don't rob your spiritual being to accommodate and to accommodate your emotional uh, discomfort and your most emotional instability. But I'm going to tell you, being spiritually sound, and I know I'm going to get some help through here. Being spiritually sound has kept me from killing myself. I'm talking real now. Has kept me from killing myself. Being spiritually sound has kept me from killing other people. I'm talking, I'm telling you truth here, y'all. I had the thoughts. I had the urging. I had the unction and I had the motivation to self-inflict harm, to do it to other people because I was emotionally drained.